Greetings and welcome to Dang That's Weird, where we take a look at life's weirdest moments. My name is Spencer Worth Davis, and this week we're talking with David Wagner. David, how you doing? Pretty good, man. How about you, Spencer? I'm doing great. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining today. Well, hey, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. So basically the way this works is I have one question for you, and that is what is the weirdest thing or one of the weirdest things that you've ever experienced? Well, I've got a couple, but I've got one that's kind of really big and only kind of recently started, I guess. Okay. About eight months ago, I started having feelings of deja vu, which I've had a feeling of deja vu in the past. You know, like it, it's the feeling like you've done what you're doing before. Or, like you've been to yeah. this place before or you've seen this thing before or you've felt this yeah. feeling before or um nostalgic things like that can bring it about sometimes i guess but i don't think there's any like hard and fast explanation exactly um, mm -hmm. anyways typically deja vu you know it happens then that moment passes and then the deja vu is done Right. And with me, about eight months ago, seven or eight months ago, I woke up and right from the get-go, man, I started having these weird feelings of deja vu. It started with my, my breakfast that morning. The, the moment I started pouring my cereal into my bowl, man, I started getting this really strong, like intense, like I have done this exact thing before, like exactly like, obviously I poured my cereal before. But this is different. It was like down to the very thought that I was having in the moment. I even started having like deja vu of the deja vu, which uh, let me tell you, dude, it's that's uh, it's it's odd. I'll, I'll just say that. Well, and that's that's not how I would typically that's not how I typically think of deja vu like usually it's you have the sense that you've done something before when you in fact haven't right and yeah. and this is you're having the sense of deja vu about something that you know for a fact you have done before yes like a very mundane thing that you've probably done hundreds of times hundreds of times yeah exactly man yeah. and it didn't it didn't stop uh from that moment on for a good uh, about seven and a half months straight I, I was having deja vu with every single thing I did, man. Uh, it didn't matter what, what I was doing. It could be something that I've never done before. It could be something that I've done thousands of times, uh, like tying my shoes or whatever. Even my thoughts, I was having deja vu of the thoughts in my mind. Um, that's a really oh. tricky one to explain because uh, everybody knows the little your little narrator voice in your mind that we all have. Yeah. I think typically most people, it's kind of in your own voice, right? Um, mm -hmm. At least I think, unless I'm, unless I'm out of my mind and this that's, is all very That's my understanding as well. Yeah, no, no, you're, you're good. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> good, sanity check. <laughs> but, but anyways, man, even the, the things I was thinking, it was, it was, it was crazy. Uh, it, after after the first week without it stopping, I started to think that something was you know terribly wrong, and I, I went I 
made a made an appointment with my doctor. So this is like a hundred percent of the time, everything you're doing all day long for a Dude, week it's straight. Nonstop. It was nonstop. Wow. For that okay. what for the first week it was nonstop. Um Yeah. How disruptive was that? Incredibly, dude. It, yeah, I would imagine. Like, it, with everything, whether it was television, yeah. podcasts, radio, even the stuff on the news, uh, my own thoughts, everything. And I, I couldn't, you know, I, I couldn't really, there was nothing that I had done recently. I didn't fall and hit my head recently. Um, no major neurological issues with me. So you make this appointment with with your with your doctor, general practitioner. What what did they think? Well, she, my doctor, she I at first I had a really difficult time explaining it to her, but but once she kind of understood, and mind you, it while I'm explaining this all to the doctor, it felt like I'd done that exact same thing before, and oddly enough, what yeah. we're doing right now. It's, it's, it's happening right now. It's still ongoing. Wow. I, I have it right yeah. right now. Like, you know, your green yeah. hat. Uh, <laughs> that I'm, yeah. I've gotten 100% used sure you it. haven't seen before because it's a it's brand yeah. new hat. <laughs> I have yeah. never spoken with you face to face, Spencer, but it, right. this feels like right. this has happened before. Okay. So the doctor sort of understands. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously she's, it's kind of out of her depth. Uh, so she refers me to a neurologist, a specialist. Uh, okay. So I go see the neurologist, and they do. I I get an MRI done, and yep. I think a week went by, nothing, nothing from the doctor. So I, I finally called them up, and they said, "Yeah, the test results are back, but it's it's inconclusive. You know, there's nothing out of the ordinary going on that we can see. Uh, the neurologist would like to have you come back in." go over this stuff with you so made an appointment to go back see the neurologist again um and i here in, in michigan i live in michigan out in kind of the country so it's it's a good drive for me to go see the specialist it's not convenient but yeah i go do it schedule some more tests i think it was um i want to say it was the e EKG or the EEG? I always get the two confused. I know one is uh, e- EKG oh one is, is heart, like, right? Yeah, that's the heart. So it was the EEG. Yeah, yeah. They yep. hook all these little electrodes up on your head, and sometimes you wear a little weird swimming hat. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Have before. you closed your eyes? And same deal. There's nothing there. You know, there's uh, everything. The, doc- else the doctors really couldn't tell me anything at all. Um, and at this point, I started okay. to kind of think that maybe, maybe I am, you know, fucking losing my mind. Uh, maybe this is, maybe this is just me. Uh, which, again, e- even that thought was oddly familiar. Um, but that also doesn't really like that. Wouldn't really explain it anyway, though. You know, if it were no. like some sort of psychiatric issue then there should still be some explanation for that yeah yeah like it may not show up on a on an eeg or an mri but like there should be some some reason why that would be happening yeah uh i guess 
with with the mental health or the psychological aspect of it, that would kind of at least give me an idea of, you know, but yeah, yeah. either way, it's, it's pretty fucked up, man. Uh, yeah. So after you do that scan and, and it's still normal, what, what do they recommend next? They couldn't really recommend much. Uh, counseling and talk therapy was about it. Uh, yeah. Did you try that? So I went home. I've, I've been in counseling for, for other, other stuff. Uh, I'm a okay. big proponent of counseling. Uh, I honestly think everybody can yeah. benefit from it one way or another. But anyways, agreed. It, it really talking about it didn't really seem to help either. Um, okay. So I was, by this time, I don't know, two months have probably went by and it, it really hasn't let up. It's, pretty much all day every day uh, the only time I really get any kind of respite from it is when I'm sleeping or mm -hmm. if I get really really super stoned which okay but even even that it's not super it's still, practical still, <laughs> yeah it's not super yeah. practical uh, I can't uh, be super stoned constantly uh, I, right. I wish that's not gonna work no, <laughs> is there maybe in a perfect world, but <laughs> did you find anything that like changed the intensity of it, like either more or less intense, or is it just pretty much a constant level? The one thing I found was typically in the mornings and in the evenings, it didn't seem as intense. Um, hmm. It was, it was. It's still there, but it, it was like not as um, on a level of familiarity, I guess it was like a step lower, I guess, if that makes any sense. Um, sure. You know, I was really starting to freak out at this point, man. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I mean, especially if you don't know like, what, what the hell know do what I caused do? it. I'm, I'm pretty then, scared, yeah, honestly. I, I, that makes total sense because you don't know what. What happened? There's, there's, what is I happening? If, the, if it's going to like end at some point, like, is this just permanent? Like, that's got to be scary. That's, that's what I'm worried about, man. I, I yeah. talked to my parents about the, whether there was any, you know, psychological issues on either side of the family, going back to their parents or, mm -hmm. you know, it just, it's just trying to find any information about this that I could. Uh, so, you know, obviously I got on the internet and started searching for keywords like chronic deja vu or constant deja vu or yeah um and there's not a lot out there but i did find one guy one person who i've i've been trying i've tried to contact uh without any success so far uh maybe who knows maybe this will help but um yeah <laughs> there's hurt. a bbc article man uh, maybe you can even link the BBC article. I, I can send you the link. Uh, toss it in yeah. the show notes or something. But um, yeah, for sure. It was the the uh, BBC article came out January twenty fourth, two thousand fifteen. Uh, I'll just kind of read you the brief little uh, headline synopsis thing here. Uh, scientists believe the extraordinary case of a twenty three year old British man with constant deja vu may have been triggered by anxiety 
It is the first time such a link has been made. But what is deja vu? And do we really know what causes it? The article goes on to kind of talk about the guy. They give his name. and uh, So there's at least one other person that has had yes, or is having this experience or was in 2015 yes. at least. Yeah, okay. he was 23 at the time. And they found some link to anxiety? Is that... Is that what they were getting yes, at? Yes. It says the group of scientists from the UK, France, and Canada uh, who studied the strange case of the man with chronic deja vu think one possible cause of the phenomenon could be anxiety. Could be anxiety. Um, There's a neuropsychologist, Dr. Chris Moulin, worked on a study. says the man had a history of depression and anxiety. But it was otherwise rather completely healthy. He had once taken the drug so, LSD. Once. Uh, I mean, millions of people have depression and or anxiety, though. Like, that's... Yeah, and millions of people have dosed LSD and don't get caught in insane, <laughs> right. insane time loop, you know? And that's kind of what right. it feels like. Time, for me, is almost... It's kind of affected my per- perception of time in a way. Um, I would imagine, yeah. So this this one other person that at least the one other documented case of this it said that guy was 20 23 do you do you mind if I ask how old you are? Yeah, no, I'm I'm 37. Um okay. Not any real similarities there. Cuz I No. I, um I'm just trying to think of like when when like psychiatric things tend to present in life and usually it's not like your mid to late thirties. Typically, you know, no. I, it seems no. like, yeah, especially um, some of the more, I know, like like schizophrenia, those types of things. Typically, that's like what your uh, teens, 20s, usually. Teens, I think 20s? like early twenties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I try to avoid the news, especially, um, which I guess isn't isn't all bad considering (laughs) but that might be a good policy regardless exactly it's it's got its perks i guess man but yeah that's got to be super disorienting to you know like day-to-day current event type things to feel like they're all familiar or all happened before like just keeping track of time or sequence of events would be hard sort of um like i said it's it's kind of kind of gotten used to it um yeah, the, I call it. I call the each little episode of deja vu that I have my little incident. But I would say that oftentimes there is there are periods of time between each um, each little incident uh, where mm-hmm. it's kind of like I'm zoning out a little bit. I find that when I'm like really focused on like a task, uh, like if I'm playing yeah. guitar or piano, or if I'm at work doing a re- really repetitive task, um, and I can kind of let let my mind wander, then mm. I'm able to kind of it kind of fades. Uh, it's it's still there the moment that I snap back with my focus. Um, but I've, I've kind of learned to deal with it. Uh, as strange as that sounds, man. Each one of yeah. these little 
things can last, you know, from really as long as the experience itself lasts that's causing it to upwards of like, you know, I can think about it for minutes to hours afterwards. even. Um, yeah, that's a really interesting layer to this of like the thought or memory based deja vu. We all have thought patterns and we all think about, you know, events that have happened or things that are going to happen or, you know, we have thousands of thoughts every day. That to me indicates some different, it's like a fundamentally different process than whatever's happening with deja vu, it seems, because that's, yeah. I would in my agree. experience, it's, it's always triggered by something external, right? Like yeah. a, a, a specific setting or someone saying something or, you know, some sort of, there's some sort of stimuli that triggers it as opposed yeah. to just like, I don't think I've ever experienced it while recalling something or having a thought about something. Yeah. 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 I, I never had either up until this point. Um, and it really, it really hasn't stopped since it started. Uh, and you, you said that was, that was how long ago now that, that, that first, the first incident you said was like seven or eight months ago. It was about eight months ago. I want to say towards the end of March. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like March, seven, seven months. Yeah. 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 About seven months. Uh, and it, it hasn't stopped. Uh, one thing I wanted to talk about, um, you, a lot of the listeners, I'm sure, uh, you've probably heard of simulation theory. Yep. That the um, yeah that the universe of reality is all just a simulation, you know, and we're we're just code basically. Uh, sure. Or maybe yeah yeah maybe there's a few elite real people, but but the rest <laughs> of it's all code. Yeah. Yeah. You know I uh, man, I've always been uh, a rather skeptical kind of guy when it comes to most really really out, out there stuff uh that, that doesn't mean i don't enjoy uh reading about it learning about it talking about it uh simulation theory is one of them that's it's sometimes it's it sounds a little a little far out there for me but also i i could definitely see how how this definitely could be a simulation i mean why not uh and sometimes I wonder if if deja vu has some sort of link with uh, reality in the universe being a simulation. How so? Tell me more about that. Like, how, what well, would the connection it's be? It's almost like the it's almost like it's a glitch or something. There's a breakdown somewhere. You're seeing behind the scenes of the simulation to a degree, I guess. Uh, mm -hmm. Other examples, I guess, would be like some of the stuff you've. You can find, uh, like on YouTube and stuff, if you search for, uh, I think there was like one where there's like a bird in the sky that was stuck, you know, but, uh, yeah, all, all that shit's way easy to fake anyways. Um, <laughs> and that's, that's usually where I end up with it when I start thinking about that aspect of it too. Um, yeah. Cause I could see if, you know, if we're getting way out there speculating about the nature of the oh, universe we could get there. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I could see some connections potentially to you know the idea of like a, a multiverse or multiple timelines or dimensions you know where yeah, it's, it's like your consciousness is linked 
Yeah, with some version of you that does like, you know, 99% of the same things throughout life, um, but is not quite you. Or, you know, maybe the idea of, this is a little bit too literal, maybe for something like reincarnation or past lives or something like that. But True, yeah. Seems to maybe be some some parallels there as well. That's a really good point. The uh, the multiple universes idea, I think, kind of makes a lot more sense than the simulation simulation theory aspect of it. Um, actually, I can see how with with the multiverse theory, my understanding of it is that like every time a choice is made, like reality splits. And There's then, a new timeline created, yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah, and like every single choice that could ever possibly be made by every single person is being made somewhere. Yeah, you come up, you end up with this tree with like. It, could you imagine though, man? Like, I mean, it would have to be essentially infinite. Yeah. Well, yeah, obviously, yeah, but I, I don't, I, I don't even think the human mind can can't imagine something like that it's but even just the concept of of something being infinite is like a little too much for my brain it breaks my brain man yeah but in a good in a good way i like to <laughs> break my brain in that respect I, I i feel like my brain is broken with this deja vu shit but yeah, yeah. so you you said just going backing up a little bit yeah go ahead you said you you did you know so you met with a neurologist you did some tests like that was about two months after that first incident. Yeah. And now we're about seven months after that first incident. Have, and then you, you worked with a, with a counselor as well. Are there any other, like, is this something you're still trying to solve in a medical sense? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I, I saw my doctor again today, uh, my family doctor, and I'm going to be seeing another neurologist. Uh, okay. She seems to think that they, if they do another MRI, they they may find something. But I, I, okay, I don't know. I don't have. Yeah, I'm not very optimistic about that end of it. Uh, I would well, like to. That makes be, sense. But, I mean, <laughs> considering dude, you've already tried that once, like I, yeah, it sucks. I uh, do wonder though, like with the amount of time, I, I am far from a doctor or scientist or anything, but there, I, I wonder if there would be differences, visible differences, you know, a month after this first incident versus seven True. months after, you know, does, does your brain adapt really in some that. way over that extra time of like, you know, finding workarounds or whatever you've been doing for the last seven months, is that visible somewhere? And would that give any, any information yeah, that that actually kind of uh, purely speculation, obviously, but yeah, but still, that that kind of actually brings me a little hope, I guess. Um, I never really thought about it like that, you know. Uh, our our brains are are surprisingly like flexible, you know. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, maybe initially when this happened, you know, it was going to take some time for whatever was happening to actually physically show up in the brain. Or you know, you get those those sort of secondary indicators too of like, maybe it's not clear what sparked this, but maybe you have, you know, by, by living with it for 
as long as you have, maybe you've developed some new pathways that would indicate that could be too something. Yeah. Well, I guess I shouldn't be so uh, so pessimistic about going and seeing the doctor. Shit, but. don't get me wrong. I would I would be too if I were you, <laughs> yeah. man. That this sounds incredibly frustrating. It is. Uh, I mean, if it wasn't happening to me, I'd be really interested in it because, like, you know, it's weird right. and it's it's interesting. Uh, I I just want help. Um, yeah. I, and I guess that I, I don't know. I don't know who to really even talk to. To be honest, I. Uh, uh, this is kind of the, the talk I've had with my counselor where I, I'm at my wit's end and I, what, what the hell do I do? You yeah. know, there, there's people that don't even believe me, uh, that, you yeah. know, just think that it's all bullshit. Um, I know that I'm feeling these feelings, man. I, I know that I'm not, I'm pretty sure I'm not psychotic, uh, at least it would for be the a, most part. It would be an incredible an incredibly specific psychosis if it were for sure <laughs> like, uh, you know if you're still able to do everything else in your life and go to work and get through your day like one thing that that is a bummer man is as i i'm a musician and playing music is it's lost a lot of its magic for me um even listening to music yeah wow i hadn't considered that until right now so much of the joy of creating is like you're making something new. And if nothing is new, wow. Or even listening to music. Listening to music too. Yeah. I, yeah. I like to, Damn. I like to do like improvised jam stuff, you know? So usually it's on the yeah. spot off the top of my head and it's spontaneous. Well, it's deja vu kind of rips the spontaneity out of, uh, out of almost everything for me. Uh, right. Yeah. It's, it's well, not, I would think it might make it a lot harder to get in, like, to to really improvise. You have to be in that sort of flow state or, like, in the moment. Yeah. You know, where you I, I can. Can't even, I can't even get, get there. Uh, right. That's that's what I was thinking. Like, if, if everything feels familiar before, like, that's going to, I would think that might constantly pull you out of that state, you know? Or I'm thinking about trying to trying to write music. Like there are a few things more frustrating than getting a good idea going and then being like, wait, have I heard this before? Is this my idea? Or is this like, you know, something I heard on the radio that I'm working into this piece I'm working on? Like constantly second guessing that would be really hard or is hard like when it does happen. But having that happen all the time would make that yeah, process I, almost I impossible, I would think. I haven't found a workaround yet. Uh, I'm trying. I, I, I still force myself to, to sit down at the piano every now and then and bang away yeah. at the keys. On the bright side, down. getting really, really stoned and then improvising music do work That's together where pretty it's well. At. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now, man. It's like this was meant to be. Those two things can live together. Uh, kind of going back to that, that is actually one of the ways that I managed to get some relief. Um, yeah. But, you know, I have a day job. Uh, I, I, my day job requires me to, I, I work at a farm, uh, at a potato storage farm and, you know, I have to be on top of stuff. It's, there's yeah. a lot of dangerous stuff there. Uh, yeah, I, I can't, I can't afford to be baked <laughs> while I'm working there. And no, no, I'm, I'm, and, no, would not recommend that. No, but 
the bonus thing about work is that it's that's one of the few places where it's not so bad because uh, I kind of yeah. get into that zone where I'm just kind of focused on on what I'm doing uh, which does help yeah. yeah if something else is holding your attention it's, that makes sense yeah it's more the it's more the the run of the mill mundane stuff at home yeah for me that really really gives me the intense feelings um but man, if anybody out there can find this 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 British guy, I I thought his name was in the article, but I don't think it is. Um, I've been trying to get a hold of these people. I've had some success tracking down some pretty obscure things on the internet before. I'll I'll, I'll look into it. Yeah, man, let me man, know for sure. Like the, they probably can't share his information. Well, but the like, HIPAA laws, the, yeah, right, but. I mean, you've got a a doctor's name at least here, and yep, maybe enough to to like get a start. Or you know, even even talking to like the 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 person who wrote the article might be a good start too. Honestly, true. Yeah, I never thought about going that route. She probably has some of these contacts. Yeah, it did say in the article. I did see a spot where it says, uh, "Since this happened, uh, more people have been coming forward." with chronic deja vu um okay so i i mean i've i haven't really looked but maybe there are some like facebook groups out there or something uh where other yeah. people if anybody out there is experiencing this sort of stuff the chronic deja vu uh i'd love to talk with them um yeah and if anybody listening is please shoot me an email and i can connect y'all and, you know, I mean, I, I know this isn't exactly a paranormal kind of thing, but this this is definitely some weird shit. Yeah, man. And I'm I, I'm sorry that you're dealing with it. It doesn't uh, it's I, not necessarily I the fun couple, kind of weird, but no, no, no. I, I have a couple of the fun kind of weird stories, quick stories. Uh, oh, yeah, by all means. On a different note. Love to hear. Them. Uh, let's see. I'd say four or five years ago, my brother and I started a kind of a paranormal investigation group. Okay. It was just him and I, and we'd go around uh, my local area. Uh, we'd put out stuff on Facebook asking people, you know, yeah, if you got ghosts, we'll come bust their asses. <laughs> and yeah. If so your shit's haunted, we, we, we'll come we, take a look at it. We got a bunch, of, a bunch of gear. Got a SB, I think the SB11, the spirit box thing, the radio scanner thing, EMF, all the shit, you know? Yeah. And like I said, man, I'm a pretty big skeptic when it comes to the paranormal beyond like extraterrestrials because space is space. It's pretty dang big. It's been there there a long time. It's probably something going on. It sure has. Uh, (laughs) But when it comes to ghosts, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. But I'm I'm right there with you. I think some of this stuff, man, I I can't explain. Um, the biggest one was we were out at a graveyard and uh, we were filming, and uh, I had this kind of running joke where anything, you know, my brother was the type of person where anything that happened, you know automatically that's fucking ghosts uh, 
You got to have uh, that guy, though. That's important for paranormal I, investigation. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, I had this joke where uh, this kind of running joke where every investigation we were on, I would just say it's probably an owl because owls <laughs> are fucking weird. They're and creepy, I, man. You know, yeah. Yeah, they are. Um, anyways, we're out there at the, this graveyard. We spend two or three hours out there. Not much going on, you know. Take some photos. and I think we took, I don't know, like 75 photos. We took two photos that had this weird little, like, orange, bright orange ball of light. Like an orb that was, like... Mm -hmm floating above this gravestone, right? And it was in two photos in the same spot. And I know because we okay. we reviewed those photos while we were out at the graveyard on my camera. I looked at them. And we shut the camera off and pack everything up and go home. And we start to go through some of our photos. And we wanted to go back and look at those two photos of the, the orb. Out of the 75 photos we took... The, those are the, those two photos were the files were corrupt. And I couldn't view them on my computer. And I'm like, man, this could is kind of fucked the up. Camera. Yeah, and I, I have video of us reviewing them on the camera out mm -hmm. of the graveyard. So I know. Yep. I know what I know, man. Uh, so that was kind of odd, but uh, Windows That's is kind of weird. Photos, digital cameras, whatever. I could chalk that yeah. up to technical, technical BS. Yep. Weird, but like not fully unexplainable, maybe. Not fully unexplainable, no. Um, yeah. The really weird thing is that all that, that whole night out there at the graveyard, I was doing my owl joke. And I was laying it on thick, man. Like, <laughs> pretty pretty bad. Uh, my, my brother was getting a little pissed <laughs> off. Uh, we get home and... I don't know, this is August, so it's not super cold outside. It's, um, yeah. I don't know, 70 degrees out, 10.30 at night. And I, my bedroom is in the upstairs of my home, and had my window open with the screen in to let cool air in because the house gets hotter than shit. Um, and uh, just as we're, just after we realized those two photos were corrupt we i hear an owl outside of the window hooting distantly like it's quite a ways away it's like who who twice you know like the stereotypical mm -hmm. owl which i don't yeah i've never really heard an owl around these parts before but whatever then it hoots again. He heard, it he heard like you talking shit, man. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like it's considerably closer. Like, uh oh. It's getting weird. And I look at my brother and he's he's starting to look a little strange, you know, freaked out too. And then it hoots again and it's so fucking loud that it sounds like it's like right 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 outside that goddamn window, dude. Like like a foot away from my window. It was so loud that my dog downstairs heard it and started barking, which Damn. never happens here, man. I've never even heard yeah. an owl out, outside here. Uh, this is the only time I've ever heard the owl. So I should have, looking back, I wish I would have looked outside the window with a flashlight to see the fucking owl. 
But in the moment, dude, I was I was scared shitless. And they're they're I stealthy not, bastards too. Though you like, might dude, not have seen it anywhere. Alien. It's an alien. It's not an owl. I'm not opening the phone. I'm not looking out. Well, no. There's a lot of you know. There's a lot of overlap between that's yeah aliens and owls and the whole screen it's, memory thing. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Mm. That's why, I, dude. They're probably the psychic probably, alien owl was messing with your memory card, bro. Precisely. Now I have fucking deja vu all the time. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Was this before or after? That was before the deja this vu was started, before. right? Yeah. Man. You may have been cursed by an owl. It. Have we considered that yeah. option? No. Uh, I'm thinking about psychic it. Psychic owl. Psychic God owl heard you it. talking shit, and he cursed you with deja vu, dude. Man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think we Sorry, I should. No, it's all right. Should not make light of your. Someone, someone your, probably needed to say this. <laughs> I mean, maybe bring that my, to the neurologist just to see doctor, if that, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, when they next time they do that MRI, just ask if there are any like owl curses showing up on there, and that might explain it. Yeah, that, I never thought about that. That's probably exactly what it was. It was an extraterrestrial psychic alien spirit, just concealing itself as as an owl. Makes sense to me, Spencer. <laughs> it's all everything's connected, man. Yep. yep. Well, thank you so much for uh, for sharing this with us. I will definitely. Oh man, it was a blast. Yeah, I will definitely take a look into seeing if I can track down any of these other folks that are dealing with the same thing, or any of the the doctors, and uh, connect you. Obviously, if if I make any any progress there, and again, if I'm Anybody listening has a similar experience or knows of anyone who's had a similar experience, please shoot me an email and uh, I can connect you guys that way too. That would be, dude, that would be so awesome. Uh, anything you want to let people know about? Anything you want to plug before we sign off? Yeah, maybe, I guess maybe one thing. Um, on Facebook and on YouTube, do a search for Loop Skywalker. I do loop-based improvised music. I can't believe it wasn't used. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Luke, Luke Skywalker. Or just search Great. for my name, David Wagner. You'll find me. Lovely. All right. Thank you, David. Hey, thank you, Spencer. Take it easy, man. All right. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Dang That's Weird is a production of Duvid Media. Make sure to check out all of our amazing shows at duvid.media. If you have a weird story that you'd like to share, you can send an email to spencer at dangthatsweird.com or leave a voicemail at 612-208-2744. And until next time, keep it weird.